Welcome, one and all, to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 79, and this time we have the fabulous Nathan, uh oh, I'm going to mispronounce his last name. No. Mustafa. You did it right. Howdy, everyone. All right. So uh, it's good to have a new voice on here. Um, or and, is it? Um, we will uh, see. No, it's good. It's good. It's always good to have uh, have someone new on. New blood. Uh, who who I can trust as long as he doesn't bring up um, sports that will go unmentioned. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, he's looked at a few games. I yes. selected a few. I picked a couple. Um, and uh, as we were discussing uh, before the show, there are, there are no more roosters. So no, uh, thank God, no cuckoo doo. No, sounded more like South Park. Oh my God, it sounded like if Satan created Jimbery, which I'm pretty sure he did, but still. All right, let's go to the first game. Was uh, very melancholy. Well, you're supposed to be depressed when you're listening to this show. Oh yeah, I forgot that was the objective. You drive people insane with roosters, and then and then just sink them into a deep depression. Yep, yep. I like other people to feel the way I feel. Well, this sounds like a game I know, and I don't recognize a specific track, so I'm hoping I know what's going on. 
Okay, so I am pretty sure I know which one this is. Uh, now is where we throw out the hint, yes? Yes, yes, uh, and you're welcome to read it if uh, you would like, because this is your selection. It is. Okay, so this game can import data from which other title? And thank you for sending me that in the chat, DYP, because I, I did not want to screw the show up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I actually forgot that I enjoyed the music for this game. Uh, the game being Golden Sun 2, The Lost Age. Now, was 2 in the actual title, or was it just Golden Sun, The Lost Age? Oh, I can't be expected to remember ways. things like that. Yeah, I know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed this game at the time, and I think it's definitely... Um, I don't want to see more balance, but at least it's better paced than the original. Definitely. I mean, you start out on a much higher note than on the first epic crawl through a town for hours and uh, <laughs> an encounter with I remember like a weird Cocoa Puff looking meteorite in a cave yeah, for right. number one but uh, yeah you know I mostly suggested this to tick off the Golden Sun Dissenters and now I'm remembering how much I like, I enjoyed the music for the game and uh, the game itself I enjoyed um, yeah I, mean, I liked it I, I'm not going to say it's a great game because in hindsight, it has some flaws, but right. I definitely enjoyed the second one more than the first one. The first one was kind of a novelty. It was, you know, really pretty looking and pretty sounding, and, you know, I'd say it was fairly early in my RPG career, too, so okay. um, for me, it, it, it wasn't that old, but, you know, right. this series is pretty much by the books. I mean, there really isn't anything about it that uh, is unique. I, well, I guess some of like the block puzzle type stuff is good. Yeah, that, that was a kind of standard Zelda fare, but spiced up with the uh, Psy Energy abilities. The, see, the the thing with Golden Sun was that it 
just absolutely blew me out of the water because I was coming off of the Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 compilation on my Game Boy Color. And so I leapt from that, essentially, that and uh, Dragon Warrior Monsters to Golden Sun without having played any of the other uh, Super Nintendo RPGs. Oh. So the, I freaked <laughs> wow. out. I, this was amazing for me. But, wow. you know, go. So I, I had a similar experience, except I had probably played a few other RPGs before. So, like, you know, I had played Dragon Quest 1 and 2 on, on Game Boy Color probably shortly before. Right. Uh, See, and that was about the out. only thing that I had delved into outside right. of uh, And that came out, I think, 2000 in um, North America. So yeah. it Dragon Warrior one and two right. for the game right. color. but and uh, that's a good compilation by the way. It, uh, yeah, go play it. Listeners. If uh, I actually have it sitting in my Game Boy Player right now on a TV that only it sits in, so I like that <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, Golden Sun two specifically, it it really picked up the pace, and I thought they got mm-hmm. really creative with the character importing, which that was the answer to the question. Uh, Golden Sun 1 was a game that yeah. it could import data from. Now, it could do it via the link cable or a monstrous password. I, I you know, I have a tragic story for this because I bought the sequel and I, I had played through and beaten the, the original, mm-hmm. but when I purchased the sequel, I couldn't find my copy of the original. Oh, and and the way the sequel works, I believe you're given up until a certain point to input that password. So you can be playing along uh, and then later put in the password. Until I th- yeah, it's a while until you encounter those other characters. Yeah. Right, and so up until that point, you can input your data, and then it will transfer those yeah. those stats. But I couldn't find it, and so I just played the generic stats, which were adequate, clearly, right. because I was able to beat the game. But about two or three months after I beat this game, I found my original copy of the original game. <laughs> With your like, legacy characters all beefed yeah, up. and right. See, yeah. I, I was a little trouble child back then uh, with respect to the Game Shark. And what I did was I decided, screw importing my characters. I want Isaac with 999 health. And no. so that's what I did. And which effectively ruined that part of the game for me. And I ended up not using those characters unless I got into... Uh, a really hairy situation, but yeah, I was young, frivolous. I, I didn't know, but yeah, that was a cool feature. And it is. It's nice that they offered both, um, both mechanisms. Because some people don't have two GBAs, they can't really. That's true. Do that. Yeah, and I don't uh, believe you could use the DS to do this either. So, it was two GBAs or bust. Well, DS didn't exist then, but. I mean, you could use a Game Boy Player. Right, uh, right, right, right. It didn't exist then, but, like, a lot of people, the second system they got after their GBA was obviously the DS. So if they had two things that could play GBA games sitting around, probably a DS, and you can't, like, if you go back to play this game, you can't. Now, the interesting thing is, the sequel also saves its data. If I recall correctly, when you beat it, it saves its data just like the original. Right, right. And so, um... In theory, you could be transferring to the DS game if you own an original or DS Lite. Right. Um, Which and I, I suppose a password system possible for the other one. But I'm sure they were not anticipating <laughs> transferring to the DS. Oh my probably God, thinking that would be so time crazy. But who remembers the story? Who remembers no any one does. of that? It's you so know? bland. And I think you're playing as a descendant of the original characters. So 
unless you're going to like revive them and you get friendly helper ghosts, I don't think there's going to be that feature. But you never know. Maybe maybe some bonus content or something like that, a side mission using those old characters. That would be cool. If it weren't so long since the Golden Sun 2, right. if you if you still care, right. Right. Uh, my copy of Golden Sun 2 is actually long gone. I looked for it today, and I realized that it is still in the possession of my friend Andrew. So Andrew, if you're listening, come on, man. What the heck? <laughs> um, yeah. So Golden Sun 2 uh, has a huge soundtrack. A lot of them are kind of bland songs, but there's definitely some winners right. out it, there. It's right? definitely a traditional RPG fair with respect to the uh, the music, but I like it. It's catchy. You know, it's very much uh, Motoi Sakuraba, or whatever the composer's name is. Sure, if I knew what you were uh, saying, I would agree. All right, well, Golden Sun 2, if you don't like it, tough nuts, we used it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's not a perfect game. I will no, first No, 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 no. In, in my juvenile mind, it was the second coming of Christ. It, in my later years, I realized... It's nothing huge, but at the time, loved it. Yep. All right, well, we're going to the second game, and I don't think you know this one, so... Okay. This is, of course, Super Mario clubbing, right? I'm not going to comment on that one. (laughs) You know I'm not giving you any hints. Oh, man, I have no idea.
I'd like to apologize to those uh, listening to this while driving in their car. Um, I did not know there was a siren in that. That always annoys me when I'm driving and I hear sirens on the radio. So, um, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were apologizing for the intense head bobbing that that song induced. I liked it. That too. Yeah. I don't know this game, you're right, but I, I definitely would like to. Well, here's a question that won't help you at all. Okay. <laughs> what is this game known as in Europe and Australia? International cricket. <laughs> Damn it, I told you not to bring oh. that up. What if I told you this was the second angstiest Mario game uh, created? The uh, Super Mario DDR thing? 
<laughs> Actually, that's about it. Between your joke of Mario clubbing and international <laughs> cricket, you're actually scarily close what? to the correct answer here. This is Super Mario Strikers for the GameCube. Oh my god! Um, which, which, like I said, is freakishly close. I played that game, <laughs> I, and I, I don't recall the soundtrack being that eclectic. Well, there, I think most of the soundtrack is angsty in general, isn't it? I mean, really? there's not much to it. I know the I know I've the cover was a little angsty, wasn't it? Am I the thinking the cover was the... very angsty? Okay. It was a very angry Mario. It's got game. like the weird ink blot kind of look. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I think the um, only time I actually ever played this game was at Target, so that that's probably it. Yeah, I think I played it very briefly with maybe like Mike Sklens or whatever. Uh, who's I think really liked this game uh, when it was at E3, um, but my mind's hazy. Um, yeah, so I've never played the game. I've never played the sequel on Wii, um, but I say this is the second angstiest game because to me the most angstiest Mario game is the sequel for, <laughs> for the Wii. Uh, Angst returns. If you watch the intro for the Wii version, it's like, wow! It's like someone walked into Hot Topic, man. Oh no! It's it's like yeah, everyone's angry and fiery, and it's like the crowd. It's like in the Mushroom Kingdom, where like uh, post-apocalyptic or something, where it's all gray and brown and oh man, and they should have just gone all at, the way and had a full-out metal soundtrack. I would have, man, uh, that was nice. I, the, I think this game and the sequel both feature a metallic football or soccer ball. Wow. Um, yeah. That was angsty, so, man. No, I think uh, this game came out around the time when I had just played the crap out of, I think it was FIFA on the GameCube. Okay. And no one else wanted to play a sports game with me ever again because yeah. that's all we were playing. So I didn't end up picking it up. But man, the angst. I don't think this game was super well reviewed. Um, I think it kind of got like the sevens and eights. Okay. Um, but it, it seemed like it was a good package. It's kind of, I mean, this is next level games. And uh, they also made Punch Out. And Punch Out, in some ways, is similar. It has only a few features, but they're done really well. See, for some reason, I remember people being really psyched about the second one. I don't know if that's just my hazy memory or. I think they were. It was one yeah. of the first online games for Wii. Okay, yeah, that was so, it. That was it. And it's going to be. It's going to be the best. It's going to sync up friends across the Wii tubes. But I, I don't know. <laughs> until they realize the friend code system sucks again. <laughs> yeah, until they, you know, the semi truck in line in front of them just tumbles and spills its contents all over and you're blocked forever. Yeah. Right. So, uh, for some reason, even though soccer isn't in the title, uh, Nintendo felt the need to retitle this when they localized it in Europe and Australia to uh, Mario Smash Football. Okay. Um, well, see, when I hear the word striker, I immediately thought baseball, and then I had to remind myself that, oh, no, it's not yeah. it's not a baseball one. Yeah, I guess it is a better title. Right. It makes a little more sense for the contents of the game. Well, neither of us have really played this game. I just nope. thought it kind I of... Saw it at Target. It looked like there were some pretty interesting teams. Well, yeah, I think you can play as... Like a team uh, of toads or something. And you choose a captain, right. and then you have, like, three subordinates that are... What other toads, Koopa Troopas, um, I don't know what the other uh, supplementary characters are. I can't right. think of them right now. You know what? I'd like to see a third of these made by Camelot. Speaking of mm, Golden Sun. Really? Yeah. Because they made Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color, correct? 
Right, Mario Golf and, and Mario Tennis. Which doesn't, which doesn't immediately and, and... translate to high-action game, but like the whole concept of switching around your captains and team members, I think if they were able to just wedge some RPG goodness in there, I might, I would go on a limb and get it, and possibly yeah. like it a lot. I don't know, it seems like Camelot has kind of walked away from um, the Mario Sports stuff, or Nintendo has walked away from Camelot doing the Mario Sports stuff. Right, and now we have Mario Sports Fiesta coming out, or whatever it is, the the jumbo pack. Oh, oh is that the, the one being made by Square? I want to say it's being made by Square. Really? Uh, I think Square made the basketball game, I don't know if they're making they this new one. Yeah, the basketball game on DS, which I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, is that three on three? Yes. Hoops or whatever. Yep, I played yeah, that I game. Th- I seem to think they're making the this Wii game. But I'm not. Don't hold me to that. Maybe. But I, I thought that's what they said. Played the basketball uh, one during art history. I liked it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, very very angsty Mario game. It, it definitely. I don't think there's any Mario songs, so to speak, of in in the game. That would surprise um, me. But um, I don't know. Maybe they have a. Story they always sneak in that little. That little bar, maybe, but I don't know. I, to Someone me, who's played this game to death, please comment in the forums. To me, that's like the equivalent of saying the title of a movie inside the movie. Like when you hear that Mario remix, yeah, you, yeah, it just washes over you. Well, I mean, they were going for a different image with this game. It's true, apparently. angst. Yeah, angriness, angst. <sighs> Okay, I, yeah, we've I, said the same I thing over nothing. and over again, so yeah. <laughs> We're going to go on game three here. Is it safe? You're gonna come yes. out now. Yes. What was that? Are, are you saying that there's like something ominous out there? It scared me. I feel like an alien or something is creeping outside my window.
<laughs> I don't know. Now I now I feel like I'm being serenaded by the duck hunt dog. So I don't know. It... <laughs> serenaded by the duck hunt dog. <laughs> On a wow. creepy evening. Yeah, I have no point of reference for this. All right. Uh, a hint, here's a please. Question. <laughs> In the Hotel Havoc mini game, what is the shape of your selection cursor? Definitely a clubbing episode, isn't it? it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, uh, any any off the wall guesses here? Uh, something about I I don't no you've you've got me. <laughs> I think they've got everyone. Um, this is a request from Stephen uh, Yoshi One Thousand One Reich from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, an old friend. I don't know why he knows this game. Maybe he just stumbled upon the soundtrack like me. But this is in sync. Get to the show for the Game Boy Color, what? Um, which has surprisingly good music, even though it does not have in sync music in its soundtrack. Um, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, see, I was almost right in my guesses. There, there was something scary lurking. <laughs> exactly. Um, and there was the sound of an animal singing. <laughs> That's right. Well, um, the premise of this game, and I only know this because I looked it up. Sure, sure, is sure. Is that um, that you are the biggest number one fan of NSYNC, and therefore they are letting you be a roadie, basically, and uh, keep them safe and everything. So um, you drive them in their limousine for one of the mini games, and then another mini game you have to um, keep away noisy things in the hotel while putting them back to sleep. Um, and I, I gave up reading after that. Uh, <laughs> the uh, 
The cover for this game is just gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> uh, also gorgeous are the Game Boy Color renderings of InSync uh, members, uh, which which are kind of freakishly plain and scary looking. Um, well, okay, that's you, that sounds like it's freakishly accurate, right? Yeah. Well, you, you look at the you look at the YouTube videos okay. on the internet. I'll, I'll take a peek at the YouTube. Um, Apparently, uh, the minigames aren't horrible except for the limo one. Um, so, for, for it being a quick licensed game, apparently there, there's some decent stuff in there. I mean, the music isn't bad. I mean, I don't know why they made an in-sync game without getting the music licenses for their songs. Right. Um, that, that seems like... Would have cost too much, I guess. That seems like the express purpose that you would buy that game for. Yeah, well, not really, because they're just catering to, to rabid fans. Who would, who would probably want to hear their music, right? No, they don't care. It already, it already features their favorite people ever, right? So. Right, they already have the cassette playing in the background. Yeah. Right, Why exactly. Why have the redundancy? Yeah, we exactly. We can have these slime and tunes. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess the, there aren't that many mini games. Apparently, they're not completely mindless. Okay. Uh, it's for the Game Boy Color, so... Um, you're not selling yeah. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can tell you're making a genuine effort to not cast a, a shadow over this game, but... Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the cursor for the Hotel Havoc minigame, which is the one where you push A to put something noisy away. I could guess what it is, but I think it's a little too risque for the audience. Uh, no, it's a star. Yeah, so... No, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'd... Yeah. Huh. Anyway, um, thank you, Stephen, for your very colorful uh, selection. Um... Now I'm watching NSYNC at the Super Bowl 35 halftime show. No, why don't we go back to Radio Trivia now? Okay. Um, there's, there's goodness to come. More games? Real games, perhaps? Uh, there's more games. You're insulting something I picked. I'm proud. I had this one like two seconds in. Excellent. Well, let's go on to the second song then.
right, so that's a little bit slower than the first one. Yeah, and then the game gets weirdly emotional. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. So here's your question, which you'll probably be able to get. Mm-hmm. What animal is this game's recurring boss transformed into for one of your battles? Got it. game is this okay i believe it to be cave story it is cave story cave story for the wii just to be clear yep this is a game that i thought someone had requested but i can't find the request so <laughs> it's my request your subconscious um, requested it because it's yeah. a good game it, it is a good game i actually only recently uh had a chance to, to check it out on WiiWare, um and it, it is very satisfying yeah, it is. Uh, actually, I didn't buy it. I played the free PC version, which it's not pirated, but it was originally free on the PC platform. Right. So right. Um, I have a controller it, that hooks up to my computer. I didn't see the incentive. 
to upgrade. Uh, understood. Um, well, the first song was from the original soundtrack. Right, um, which is why it, uh, yeah, it hit it right. off with me immediately. Right, and the second two are, are remix or rearranged versions. Which... Uh, personally, I like the rearranged versions a lot more, but um, I, I guess if you played the original version, then maybe you kind of feel weirded out by the rearranged version. I, I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, I I didn't really recognize the uh, rearranged versions that well, so I probably wouldn't have picked the game out had you only played yeah. those. Well, you know, I, I was trying to confuse people by switching it up and, and to give a uh, a fuller picture of the soundtrack. Right. Um, I mean, this game sounds everything from like I don't know, maybe a Commodore sixty four. I've never played a Commodore sixty four game, but it sounds like everything between there to Genesis to parts of it sound like Chrono Trigger. I mean. So, yeah. at least in the rearranged versions, uh, they do. So um, I was going to say, in the original version, it just sounds like a super trippy NES game. Yeah, that, that's pretty much accurate statement. But I do think that it sounds better with with uh, rearranged uh, music. I think they did a really good job. I heard something about there being a bug with the music. Huh. I didn't notice it, but I, I guess sometimes one or two of the instruments cuts out. But to me, that's almost like a feature because that's what old school games did. So, <laughs> so you I want the sprites to start flickering and yeah. <laughs> the left side of the screen to turn blue. And oh no, that would be interesting. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. Well, actually, Mega Man people like it. Yeah, uh, it's a really good game. Um, it's a little bit short, but um, there are a couple of different endings you can get. So. It's sort of a good thing that it's short because it's easy to go back and replay. Right. Um, and in the WiiWare version, there is a harder difficulty, which seems really hard because uh, you only get like three hit points throughout the entire game, I think. Oh, wow. Um, no. Yeah, there are no upgrades. That's kind of like bullet See, hell. I love the upgrades. Why would you? That that made the game for me. Being able to well, roll yeah, around and I mean, level up your weapons. Oh, no, no, there's that. It's just no heart upgrades. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that would kind of break the, the whole experience no, no, no. for me. Right. That's kind of like I played through Mega Man 2 for years without knowing I could change my weapon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and um, I just recently got it, maybe a couple of years ago. And that was stupid yeah. of me. So the boss you were referring to in the hint, was that Balrog? Yeah, and it turns into... I, see, I now I'm not quite so sure. I would like to describe it as like a... Toaster bunny. Well, that's sort of what Balrog is in the beginning, but at least in the WiiWare game, I hope it's the same in, in the original, he turns into a giant frog. Uh, a magic spells cast. He turns into a giant frog, which I have to think is an allusion to Blaster Master um, with its giant frog boss. Okay. But um, that, that's just my guess. I don't I mean, recall also... giant frog. I played this game um, before the WiiWare one came out, so yeah. it's a little hazy. I do, yeah. I do remember that weird-looking. Kind of looked like the brave little toaster to me. Well, that was what Balrog was that his original like. form? Yeah, that's the normal form. Okay, see, I thought uh, he transformed from like a skeleton kind of thing into that, or like a ro no. a robot type thing into that. Of course, uh, that's probably nope. just my memory playing tricks on me. So there's one point where Balrog smushes a robot. Okay, yeah, no, that's probably what I'm thinking of. There was robot. Robot disappears. And, you know, it's, poss it's, it's possible that in the original version, the graphics aren't as good, the animation's not as good, and, and he does sort of just disappear. I don't know, they may have changed that up. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's a great game. Um, it's pretty hard. Um, yeah. I especially if you go for the uh, the best ending, which I've given up on, on 
I'm doing because it's literally hell. I didn't shoot for any special endgame stuff. I just tried to run through the game. I actually found it kind of difficult, like frustrating to me personally because I kept losing my weapons upgrades, which I hate it when you can lose upgrades like that. It's it's always so I frustrating. Did, see, I didn't have that much of a problem with retaining it. I mean, yeah, I lost it during boss battles or something, but yeah, yeah, you just have to you just have to grind a little bit to keep them all up. It's true, and I guess like it's the whole idea of grinding in a a platformer that kind of weirded me out. I like that the mechanic was there, but I kind of wish that you would just naturally build as you move through, which you do until you lose everything. Yeah, I, I didn't have too much of a problem. To me, it was not nearly as painful as Blaster Master, where it's really easy to lose everything. I mean, at some point you get an upgrade where you don't degrade as quickly, and so that helps. And um, you're given like five weapons over the course of the game or whatever, so yeah. sometimes you can... Yeah, you can you can fall back on something else, it's true. Yeah, so it, it isn't nearly as painful in my opinion. Right. Well, but, see, uh, I can't compare it to Blaster Master because I haven't played... Blaster Master extensively. I played like the first level yeah. through the magic of the internet and decided that. It's five dollars on the virtual console, damn it. Buy it. Okay. I, I mean I, I gave up when I lost all my lives, which apparently you can do in this game, uh, in Blaster Master. And then I didn't play it anymore because of that. Yeah. But um I mean I got to like the sixth level before I died, so I I got a hearty piece of that game. That sounds so. like a roguelike. Uh, yeah, it's not that bad, but yeah. Um, they should have made it unlimited continues, but it was back in the day. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Cave Story. Cave Story is a good game. Um, good game. I didn't much get into the story. I know a lot of people were kind of like, man, it's so deep. You gotta, no, it isn't. It, but I, but you hear people person, saying that. You know, it's like the same people that think Gears of War is deep. But, you know, a lot of people talked about how they love the story. Yeah, well, if you go for the for the best ending, there's actually a lot more kind of story to it. See, maybe in the way, that. And in the way it's executed, you're kind of you are more proactive than in a lot of games in engaging with the story. Um, I don't know if I guess to do some spoilers, just beginning because it isn't clear. The first time you play through it, actually, I'd say just play through it and and don't worry about this stuff, and then. When you revisit, look at a fact to look at um, some of the options for getting alternate endings. And what you want to do is, is there's a segment where basically your companion sacrifices herself, um, which um, I'm not going to go beyond. You no, know, you're that, being but, sufficiently vague. Yeah, yeah. But um, there is a way to save that that character, um, and and basically what you have to do is um, avoid the hover item and then you'll, you can collect a different item that's like allows you to take her with you which allows you to then um, rescue her. Oh that would be interesting. So, See now every time someone says sacrifice I immediately think of Peppy in Star Fox Assault and his sacrifice. Do you remember that? You played Star Fox Assault? Yep. Yeah I didn't do that. Oh man. Peppy commits suicide in that game. Okay, well, that's sort of what happens in, in this game, too. Right, right, yeah, which is why the talk of sacrifice brought that to my mind. Um, Star Wars Assault is a shitty game. Why'd you play it? I, the multiplayer was fun. I, this is a GameCube game, right? Listen, man, my first console was a GameCube, so I kind of went bananas, and I played everything. Okay. Except for, apparently, 
What was that? Super Mario Strikers. Yeah, right. Now, uh, yeah, uh, Assault is not. It has good music, but it's not a good game. Um, I think it's better than Adventures. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. All I know is that they had the same damn multiplayer demo two years in a row, which was a bad sign at E3. So you, if you played the multiplayer, you played it with the nuke weapons only, and you played it on the uh, the pyramids map. It was uh, awesome. <laughs> okay, there you go. The one advocate for Star Fox Assault. Um, actually, I think Tommy Tallarico gave it a high praise in, in his uh, TV show. Good on him. Um, Good game. But those are the only two... Praiseworthy comments I've heard other than the music's good <laughs> uh, about Star Fox Assault. So wow. Peppy kills himself. New no barrel roll. New commit. Well, you uh, don't even levels. know the reference, probably. I know. I played. I played 64 at a friend's house. Okay. But I didn't own it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, you still could on Virtual Console. I yes, I do. All right, there you go. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Cave Story is fantastic. I, I would say it's worth the twelve dollars. I, I don't. I know there is a free version floating out there that's legitimately free. But right. The, the graphics are are upgraded. The music's better. There's some uh, extra modes which, for some reason, are not unlocked. They're unlocked at the beginning. Huh. Um, so ignore those until you beat the game. But yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely recommend uh, the Wii Gore game. Yep, I was considering it, but the weird price threw me off. Not like $12, it's too much, but $12, oh my god, I'm going to be stuck with 300 Wii points now. <laughs> what do I do? And I just didn't end up doing it. Alright. Yep. I, I didn't think about it that way. I always think about it that way. I don't like having... That. But if you bought $20 worth... No, it wasn't, it wasn't that. I was going to purchase it with some leftovers... And oh, I, I could have either okay. gotten that and then nothing else, or I could have divided it evenly between some stuff. I don't know what it was, but I didn't go. Didn't go uh, for it. Okay. Yeah. See, Nintendo, you lost a sale because of your points thing. See, Nintendo, just let me buy as many points as I want money. in the denominations I want. All right. With that rant, we're going to go on to the last game, which Nathan... Chose. By process of elimination, I know this one. Very good, then. Yeah.
pretty pretty long. Uh, I this music kind of crawls if you're uh, if you're not occupied with the game. <laughs> Jeez, are you criticizing my song selections? I'm criticizing this game's music. I thought this music's really good, but I like okay. it. I like it as a backdrop. Don't know if I'd sit down in my house and listen to this. Okay, yeah, that's kind of elevator music. I'll I'll give you that. Actually, see, it was a lot better this time around because I forgot that I had left the game running uh, while preparing for the show, and I just kind of played it during that song, and it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so now now it's background music now. See, it, it was there background music. I enjoyed it. There you go. Yeah, uh, I will throw out the hint for this game: which enemies pack all the punch of regular bosses, but give the player zero experience points.
So I am curious, TYP, do you, have you made any contact with this game ever? No, I, I'm not sure I ever even knew this game existed. Oh my god, really? Um, yeah, um, now I, I read about this game after you suggested it. Right, Etrian Odyssey 2. Heroes of Lagarde. Lagarde. Yes. And um, not the guard, but Lagarde. Yes. Um, and is this a roguelike? Because it has to do with no, going up. It is. You're climbing up a, a, a tree, right? That's the it premise. It bears many similarities to the roguelike genre, but it's actually a lot more forgiving, which right now James is laughing because it is kind of a brutal game, and uh, it, but it's a lot easier than, say, a Sheeran or a, right. or NetHack I mean, or something die, like that. If you die, you don't restart everything. Uh, if you die, you have the option to either just reload an old save that you made in, in the town or at a save point, um, or you can uh, you can uh, revive in town and lose. I don't know what it was that you lost, but uh, you you basically only keep your uh, your map data because this is the game in which you draw your own map on the other screen or on the touch screen. And, uh, you know, you're basically, it's part RPG, part cartography as you walk around and draw the, you know, the floor tile. Well, actually, it auto-draws the floor, but you can draw it in if you want. Draw on the walls, traps, doors, shortcuts, a whole bunch of stuff yeah. like that. This does not sound like my kind of game. Oh. I really did not enjoy doing that in Zelda. Okay. And, now, see, uh, um, I would, yeah. Well, uh, no, it's not as bad as busting out the graph paper, uh, but, um... Let's see. Do you like Dragon Quest Nine? Are you playing that right now? I am not playing that. I don't plan on playing it. Oh, you're just an, you're just a bad person. That's that's the problem. No, here. I played and loved <laughs> Dragon Quest Eight, but okay. I just don't have interest in that. Okay. Well, the people that are enjoying Dragon Quest Nine right now actually might get a kick out of Etrian Odyssey Two because they have a lot of similarities. Um, Sure, Etrianasi is all about dungeon diving. You're basically going deeper and deeper, or I think it's higher and higher in this one, into uh, a labyrinth, right? Um, and about, like, every, I think, five floors, it switches up the theme, and, uh, you know, it turns from, like, nice sunny forest to, like, fall foliage, stuff like that. Um, but So if you die, you go back to the same village and you have to play through all those floors again? Um, no, if you've activated a warp point inside of the dungeon, you can go back to that. Okay. Uh, it's like every... Uh, I forgot how many floors it activates them, but you can activate poles inside of the dungeon that will let you... Like P-O-L... I guess it's spelled the same way anyways. But um, like a magnetic pole type thing uh, that you can warp back to. So if I make it, a considerable amount into the dungeon, I there are things I can trigger that will just let me enter at that point. Okay. So that definitely is more forgiving than a raw... Right. And then like. there are some that come up more frequently, but you can only use them once. Like, you warp out with them, and you can warp back in with them. So, so it's definitely save, more forgiving. Basically. Okay. Right. You're, the whole point is you're building up a party and allocating skill points, stuff like that. So it would really, really be a bummer if you lost all that. Um... <laughs> that wouldn't prevent uh, roguelikes from doing it, potentially. Oh, yeah, um, you're right, you're right. But, <laughs> you know, generally in the roguelikes I play, it's just game over when you're done and, you know, complete start over from scratch. This would just be hell if it did that. I would never recommend it to anyone. But it has so that... What's the, what's the battle mode? How, how 
it's very Dragon Quest-y. It's first person, just like uh, when you're roaming around, it's first person, it stays first person for the the battle mode. It's not like Eye of the Beholder or something. Uh, do you remember Eye of the Beholder for the GBA where it throws you no. into like a, well, it throws you into like an isometric battle every time you get into a first person encounter, um, I think. But this one just keeps you first person, it's in a separate battle mode, and it plays out basically like a Dragon Quest battle. Um, okay. without all the flash of Dragon Quest IX, um, it keeps it first person. But it has that whole class-based, uh, skill point kind of addiction that I'm finding in Dragon Quest IX. And, um, you can actually reset characters, like, five levels, and you can re-roll their skill points, which is actually something I really wish I can do in Dragon Quest IX, because I made some stupid decisions with how I leveled my characters. And in this one, you can just go back and reallocate points for uh, you go down like five levels or something. Well, but allocating points to different places, doesn't that unlock different spells or is that not part yes, of Yes, it does unlock different spells. Um, it unlocks different spells, abilities. So you'll lose abilities if you reallocate? Yes, you can. Basically, you're re-rolling your character. So like you have a skill tree. It's not really a skill tree, it's like a skill list, but it, the back in the background it's a tree and... Uh, yeah, if you reset, then you have to re-pick all the stuff you want, basically. I see. But it it is engaging. I like the way the characters interact. Like, you can have a protector character up in front guarding the uh, the front line. It's it's split into two lines, kind of like a Final Fantasy game. Um, and yeah, I just like... I love this game. And I play the crap out of it. Oh, we never uh, gave away the hint, did we? No, yeah. No, the answer was F-O-E's, or I guess pronounced FOES, but it's it's like an acronym, so I don't know what they were getting at. Um, what does the acronym stand for? Is it described anywhere? Fully Optimized Extraterrestrial. Gagamay. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Wow. I don't know what it stood for. I just made that up. Um, oh, you made that up. Yes. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It was forgettable, whatever it was. I think it was only like mentioned in the, uh, the little guide in the, the box. I don't know that they ever explained them. Um, but they're just these titanic enemies running around the field. Like, they're running around the same level you're running in. So, like, you can see them, and they kind of move around every turn you take, because movement is turn-based. So, you take a step forward, they take a step in whatever direction they're going. And if you run into them... Yeah, I know, I know, but so much better. And uh, you run into them, and they're just super tough. Way tougher than even the bosses of the levels that they occupy. And what was really disappointing is you go through the trouble of beating them, and you get zero experience points. Then what's the point of beating them? I don't know. I avoid them. I guess the point in beating them is that they're no longer there, but I think they come back. <laughs> so, Surely there's some unlockable you get for defeating them. Uh, I think some of them are tied to quests, so it might be like, kill the T-Rex, F-O-E, on the first floor, and you go kill them, and you get, like, some sheep's wool so you can craft some underwear for yourself or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, look, it sounds maybe a little boring if you're not into this, but if you're a geek, and you kind of like the D&D kind of stuff, and you don't like drawing on graph paper and no one will play with you. This is this is it. This is what you got on your DS. Fun stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Well, thank you for describing the game. Uh, definitely a, a selection that I would never have thought of. So it's true. Um, and there was the this is the second one. So will you right, recommend the first one, good. or is this one better than that? Um, it, people go back and forth. People really hated the FOEs, and they felt that the second game was a little bit too much of the same. I never actually played the first one, so I can't give a definitive opinion on it. But I enjoy the second one, and if people are saying the first one's the same as the second one, without the really annoying things, maybe it's a little better. But I think the second one was a little more streamlined. Now, this is an Atlas game, right? It is. At least in North America. Yeah, famously, like, this is traditional Atlas. You look at the cover, you see everyone looks like a Precious Moments doll, dressed up for war and you know it's an Atlas game so well therefore you can't I, I imagine you cannot find any copies in stores because it's an Atlas I, game <laughs> I doubt it I highly doubt you'll find it out there I, I got lucky um, I picked one up at the play and trade and it was just like sitting alone behind a copy of like I don't know Daffy Duck or something right but yeah I it is a good deal if you're into this kind of thing. And I, I really do think that the people that like Dragon Quest Nine maybe want a little more of a challenge. This could be your next thing. Okay, well, yep. uh, thank you for uh, an excellent episode of uh, Radio Trivia. I think we're going to wrap this up. Yes. Um, and uh, I don't know, send in your requests. You can send them directly to me at typ at nintendoworldreport.com. Or you can follow the link in the story for this episode. Uh, either way, um, it, it'll get to me. So uh, send your requests, listen to Radio Trivia next time, as well as our other podcasts. We have Radio Free Nintendo and... Oh, and, Newscast. And the Newscast. I recently ruined that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. Yeah. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Good night. It was it was fun, TYP. I'm glad to have you on. Good night. Bye. Sun, The Lost Age is copyright 2003, Nintendo Camelot. Super Mario Strikers is copyright 2005, Nintendo Next Level Games. In Sync, Get to the Show is copyright 2001, Infogram. Cave Story is copyright 2004-2010, Pixel Nicholas. Etrian Odyssey 2, Heroes of Lagarde is copyright 2008, Atlas. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was I, a good episode. I, I like it. No, it was a good episode. I just <laughs> felt like I was in an asylum or something. The, uh... <laughs> That's what I was going for, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You did it masterfully. At least they didn't do good morning, which is uh, another thing they say. <laughs>